A group of Taiwan's Olympians returned home to a hero's welcome on Wednesday, escorted by four Mirage 2000 fighter jets. The jets flew up alongside their China Airlines plane and released decoy flares to celebrate their triumph in Tokyo. Let's hear from the defense ministry. At the Tokyo Olympics, our delegation achieved Taiwan's best record in history. Therefore, in line with the precedent set after the 2018 Asian Games, the president instructed the Air Force to escort these heroes home. It is the military's honor to welcome the heroes of the country. The Air Force's four Mirage fighter jets are an expression of the government and the people's support for sporting events. They are an expression of gratitude to the entire Olympic delegation for their excellent performance, which has allowed the world to see Taiwan. Nine coaches and athletes were on the returning flight on Thursday. There was Queen of Badminton Dai Ziying, who earned silver in women's singles. Also on the flight were Li Yang and Wang Xiling, who scored Taiwan's first-ever gold medal in the badminton men's doubles. The Tokyo Olympics have ignited demand for sports equipment. Brands that are partnered with top Olympians are benefiting the most from Tokyo Fever. Members of the public are splashing out on the same brand of bat as table tennis whiz Ling Yunru or the badminton racket of Dai Ziying. A customer comes in and asks for the racket Lin uses. Lin has made his mark in Tokyo and the glamour's rubbed off on products associated with him. I haven't played table tennis for decades, but we all used to be on the company's table tennis team. After seeing Lin Yunru, I came here especially to buy ping pong bats. Lin uses this Super ZLC carbon fiber bat in competition. It's dense but flexible and was custom made for him by a Japanese manufacturer. Even its 10,000 NT price tag isn't enough to put customers off. Ling Yunru has done so well at this Olympics, which has made lots more people inquire about this bat. I'm selling two or three a day, I think. One thing is, it's quite expensive. The racket favored by the Queen of Badminton is equally popular. Priced at almost 8,000 NT, it's made of super strong carbon fiber and weighs just 80 grams. Its flexible strings never seem to let die down. Dai's products, her racket, as well as her clothes, uniform and bags are all selling great lately. Customers come in and get them as soon as they're in stock. I can easily sell five a day. A survey by a job site found that over 80% of white-collar workers are engrossed by the Olympics this year. Some 37% of those people plan to buy related sports equipment, with an average budget of 3,500 NT. A partnership with a top Olympian is a great business move for brands. The Taiwan International Balloon Festival, held in Taidong, is less than two weeks away. But for the first time, Taidong County government says, non-local visitors will not be allowed to attend. That's an effort to stop the festival from becoming a COVID super-spreader event. Needless to say, barring visitors from the festival is a big setback for local hotels and restaurants. It's a big loss. It would give them hope if we could let the tourists come. This Taidong hotel owner's frustration is palpable. She was hoping that the losses of recent months could be balanced by an influx of guests over the festival. Now, Taidong County government says only Taidong residents can attend. 
and move that spark to wave of hotel cancellations and hit profits. Lots of tourists canceled as soon as they heard Taidong County announce they wouldn't be allowed into the festival, not allowed to watch or ride the balloons. Taidong's Hot Air Balloon Festival began in 2011. Now in its 11th year, it's collaborating with Hello Kitty on a special Hello Kitty balloon but its date has been repeatedly pushed back due to the pandemic. Finally, it was scheduled for August 14th. Local hotels and restaurants are dismayed that out-of-county visitors will be barred. Mostly it's guests from out-of-county and children from other areas coming back to dine with their families. We ask visitors from out of the county to wait and come to Taidong another time. You'll be able to see the hot air balloons from 360 degrees with online streaming every day. The county government will offer a live stream of the event to allay the disappointments of balloon enthusiasts. But for local businesses, the blow may be harder to stomach. Three department stores in Greater Taipei have closed for disinfection after COVID outbreaks. They are the Taipei 101 Mall and two branches of the Far Eastern Department Store, one in Taipei and another in New Taipei. All three are scheduled to reopen on Thursday after staff is screened for COVID. Hose in hand, the worker sprays disinfectant at the entrance to this department store. An employee here was recently diagnosed with COVID. An employee at Far Eastern Department Store's Zhongshan branch in Banqia was diagnosed with COVID on Tuesday. The department store shut down immediately, and now, one day later, it's getting completely disinfected. The new Taipei government had informed the department store that a shop employee tested positive. Soon after, people in hazmat suits descended to disinfect the premises. The department store closed its doors, and an on-site rapid testing station was set up, managed by staff at Far Eastern Memorial Hospital. More than 800 people work at the department store, and they'll all have to get tested before business can resume. By the end of today, we'll have had every employee rapid tested. Our goal is to complete all that this afternoon. After that is done, we'll disinfect the premises again. Then, the day after, in compliance with new Taipei's requirements and if all employees clear the tests, the employees will return to work. We'll ask them to provide proof of their negative test. The Far Eastern department store has to be disinfected. It has to be closed. All employees have to undergo rapid testing. If all the rapid tests come back negative, the department store will be allowed to reopen. New Taipei Mayor Ho Youyi says the department store will only be allowed to reopen if all employees test negative for COVID in accordance with disease prevention protocols. The department store outbreak is one of three to emerge this week in Greater Taipei. The Far Eastern Department Store's Baoqing branch in Taipei was also closed on Wednesday for disinfection after an employee tested COVID positive. One day earlier, the Taipei 101 Mall received notice that a shop employee on its fifth floor had been diagnosed with the disease. The mall closed for disinfection Monday evening, and the case's five close contacts were asked to isolate at home. So far, all five are in good health. The mall is expected to reopen on Thursday after closing for a full day on Wednesday. In Greater Taipei, restaurants have only just reopened for dining in. The latest COVID outbreaks cast doubt over the future of the reopening. The CECC reported 20 local COVID cases on Wednesday, most of them in Greater Taipei. It also said it would change the way it distributes vaccines to local governments for administration. 
Instead of sending vaccines in several batches to speed up administration, it will now send the full amount required in a single delayed shipment. The CECC said this means that vaccine clinics will have to open four days later than before. It said it was making the change to ease concerns from some local governments about a vaccine shortage. Taiwan's fourth round of vaccination is underway. Earlier this week, Taipei said it didn't have enough vaccines for the 140,000 people who made an appointment. The central government sent another shipment to Taipei in the early hours of Wednesday, but the city said it wouldn't have enough time to administer them all by Friday's deadline. The CECC pledged to improve its vaccine distribution. Local governments can't say they didn't know the vaccines come in batches. Not being pleased about this outcome is how they feel, and we understand that. All of this is happening along a very tight time frame. In the future, we will consider adjusting the vaccine appointment system to give everyone more time to prepare. So far, 8.08 million people have received at least one shot of a COVID vaccine for coverage of 34 percent. As of Wednesday morning, Taiwan has 938,000 doses of AstraZeneca remaining. Meanwhile, about 667,000 Moderna vaccines remain. Most of that will be administered in the next round of vaccinations. Starting Thursday, about 519,000 more people will be able to arrange a vaccine appointment. Administration will start four days later on August 11th. In response to us distributing vaccines in two batches, local governments may have felt insecure. They felt the supply wasn't assured and it was stressful for everyone. So instead, this time we'll wait two days after all the appointments are scheduled so that we know the exact numbers. That also reduces the number of deliveries. With vaccines in short supply, some people say they're pinning their hopes on the 15 million dose Pfizer order placed by private companies. Earlier this week, the health ministry announced it had granted emergency use authorization to the Pfizer vaccine. But the health chief emphasized Wednesday that the first shipment's arrival date has yet to be finalized. When the vaccines will arrive, we are not sure. But we thought that, basically, we should do what we can to support this purchase contract and make things go smoothly. So we issued the EUA in hopes of helping the process unfold smoothly. Chen said the vaccine's arrival date is still to be determined. Once they arrive, they'll be offered to minors and to people waiting on a second dose due to the vaccine shortage. The Presidential Education Award recognizes students who overcome difficult circumstances to excel academically. This May, 56 students received a recognition, including four in New Taipei. The mayor of New Taipei reached out to the four students online to congratulate them for the award and to encourage them onward in their studies. For most of the news's Stephanie Yang reports. Four students in New Taipei City received the Presidential Education Award this year. On August 3rd, New Taipei Mayor Hou Youyi met the students virtually to congratulate them. Den Yuanling, a student at Wuhua Elementary School, suffers from phagocytosis syndrome and Kawasaki disease. She has filmed health education videos to encourage patients at the Foundation for Rare Disorders. She's also written a picture book to encourage children who have diabetes. 
I developed diabetes when I was five years old. Of course, life is harder as a sick person than an ordinary one. But through it all, I experienced many things that ordinary people can't experience. I also experienced happiness and learned gratitude. The mayor ordered 60 copies of my work. Through this picture book, I want more people to see the experience I write out that of living with diabetes for seven years. The story of my life isn't here, and I hope it can be seen by people who are sick and people who are not sick. Lin Geng Hong from Wufeng Junior High School discovered he had leukemia in the seventh grade. He's been receiving treatment for nearly a year now. Even as he fights the disease, he continues to work hard at school. The Presidential Education Award made me realize that I have to express concern for the people and things around me. I need to care about the issues of our society. Wu Yujun of Zhiguang Elementary School has a mitochondrial defect, which caused developmental delays. But that hasn't stopped him from participating in class discussions or volunteering at the library and/or in charity work. The gift I chose was a translation machine, which can help me learn English. As mayor, I'm very happy to see that New Taipei City has such students. Facing difficult life experiences, they have never given up, never stopped believing in themselves, and never stopped moving forward to a beautiful future. The Presidential Education Award recognizes students at all levels of education who overcome adversity to excel academically. This year, a total of 56 students were awarded. For most of news, Stephanie Yang, Lu Botong in Taipei. The ninth tropical storm of the season formed southwest of Taiwan early this morning. Tropical storm Lupit is not on track to land on Taiwan proper, but it will bring downpours island-wide Thursday to Saturday. The Central Weather Bureau issued a sea warning for the storm Wednesday afternoon. A land warning is possible for the outlying islands of Jingmen, Mazu, and Penghu as early as Thursday. Let's hear from the Central Weather Bureau. Starting Thursday evening, all the way through Friday and Saturday morning, the storm will make its way along the coast of Fujian Province. During this time, its radius of maximum winds will very likely pose a threat to Jinmen, Mazu, and even Penghu. The CWB may issue a land warning in these regions starting tomorrow afternoon. This storm system has a unique feature, which is that it has deep convection south of its center. That is where southwesterly winds are strongest in this low pressure zone. We expect that as the storm moves north, its periphery will sweep in relatively strong southwesterly winds, bringing water vapor to Taiwan. In central and southern Taiwan, there will be sporadic rounds of heavy or extremely heavy rain. The CWB says winds will start to pick up near Jingmen, Penghu, and Mazu starting Thursday. The strongest impact of the storm is expected Friday and Saturday.